and welcome to our Colgan Counseling Podcast. Today, our focus is looking at our seniors, the class of 2022. So we'll start with by introducing ourselves. So I'm Mrs. Hanville. I'm the Director of School Counseling. I'm Ms. Collisard. I have students with last names A through BL. And I am Dr. Leah Bird. I am the College and Career Counselor here, and I have all of the students. So before we talk a little bit about the supports we've done and moving forward for seniors, um, I want to ask both of you the same question. So what would be your favorite thing about working with seniors, particularly about this time of year, beginning of the year, senior class? So for me, it's just getting to meet the students. Um, I'm new to Colgan this year, and a lot of the students also can kind of be new to Colgan this year, just given how the last couple years have gone. Um, so just getting to meet them, see who they are individually, their uh, different types of personalities and different paths desired to go to after high school. Um, it's just always interesting to just kind of uh, just kind of see where their head's at and where their head's looking to for the future. And I, um, since I have 672 <laughs> wonderful students, seniors, um, I just love when they come to see me because none of them are actually assigned to me as a caseload. But um, I really enjoy that they just come to see me. They want to hear from me. They want to get my opinion. We want to have conversations. And I love hearing what they're up to, what they're planning, um, just seeing the trends of what students are thinking about for their future, what colleges are choosing, what types of career paths. It's always interesting from year to year to see how things um, change and what things stay the same. I would say very similar if I was going to answer the question. It's a different role that I'm that I'm in right now, but when the the seniors start to talk about what they're interested in. There's a whole lot of hope right now, especially the excitement of being back in the building and being able to talk about some of those plans that they they had a unique year last year, right? Um, so we started in August by um, trying to engage all of our senior families um, and including parents in that conversation with our senior family information night. Um, and so we held that in our auditorium and we live streamed it. And so Dr. Bird, do you want to talk a little bit about what we went over at that Sure. So we had a big overview of all the things that students and parents should be thinking about right now as far as planning for their future. So we did a brief overview of all the different pathways and options that there, our students have. And then we talked more specifically about how they can get access to each area. For example, if they're thinking about the military, we had a recruiter there to briefly explain his role. And we talked about the ASVAB testing um, we also had someone from NOVA talk about community college and that pathway. We talked a lot about four-year college and all the different steps that are needed in order to be able to successfully apply and hear back from colleges, what our role is, what the student and family's role is, um, how to narrow down their search, and, and things of that nature. Pretty specific in certain areas. So if you missed that presentation, you can still view it. It's on um, the Class of 2022 website, which is 2022.colganhs.com. And so following that um, presentation, we um, the counseling department meets with every government class. And so we start with them in a classroom setting, and then they meet individually. Um, so Dr. Bird, how do you usually start those conversations with the senior classes? So I went into every government class because I wanted them to be able to see who I am and what my services are. Um, so I start off that presentation. I talk to them about 20 minutes or so, and I have that presentation on Canvas. And I just went over much more detailed information about each pathway, about how to go through Navion Student, how to um, get a teacher recommendation and those types of things. And I, I let them know that my information was 
absolutely overwhelming, I'm sure, um, but that this was the overview of things and, and it's a step-by-step process and that I am here for them and their counselor is here for them to walk them through, but just really wanting them to have a good understanding of what all they are going to be looking forward to in the next couple of months as they're um, moving forward with their plans. And then after they were in that classroom setting with Dr. Bird, then they went individually with each of their own personal counselors. And so, Ms. Collisar, do you want to talk a little bit about how that conversation goes with each student? Yeah, so the two main categories we like to hit on, I guess, would just be kind of graduation requirements slash senior year and then post-secondary planning, um, again, just specifically for each student. Um, as a follow-up to Dr. Bird's kind of overview. So as Dr. Bird mentioned, it can be a little overwhelming to receive all that information at one time. Some of these students, it may be the first time they're hearing it. Um, So just making it like an open conversation, a space for questions um, in case they just don't know where they're at or have specific questions about the process. We kind of just navigate through those as they come. In terms of senior year and graduation, uh, we review the student's transcript with them, which is just their academic record. Um, So which classes they've already taken, which ones they're currently in, um, their GPA, all of the kind of stuff that encompasses their um, high school academic career. We kind of transition that into graduation requirements. So exactly what classes they have left to take, any testing or special additional requirements for the state of Virginia that they need to pass. Um, And then once they kind of understand how they, you know, graduate Colgan, then we kind of transition to what happens after Colgan. So we go over you know, where their head's at, what they're thinking right now, whether it be a career or a trade school or military or college. And then we kind of just walk through briefly that process because it's going to be different for everybody. And again, just answering questions as we go. So you both um, touched a little bit about Naviant students. So if somebody is listening right now and isn't sure what that is, a parent who might not have heard about it yet, what would be the way you would describe what that is? So Naviance is the tool that we use. It's um, a computer program, and it's used by probably all of the schools in Northern Virginia. But it's the way that students will be able to go on and send their transcript requests, send their teacher recommendation requests. Um, it houses um, different um, pieces of information that the student has as far as their transcript. It has um, assessments in there, different tools for students to used to figure out their um, college plans, their career um, ideas, things like that. They're all housed in Naviance. There's a ton of things in there, but the primary thing that students will use it for is when they're applying to college is how we are able to send out their information. And so they're able to input what they're requesting from us and we can send it out. So unlike um, student view and parent view, where the parents have access to their own account, Naviant student is solely for student use. Um, And so one thing that we really advocate for is that students are doing some of these steps on their own, right? A parent could be checking in, could be asking questions. Um, Do either of you have anything to add on that? I don't think so. No, I mean, but I I agree. And I think it's so very helpful when a parent supports their student in doing things on their own, because this is after this, this parent won't really be allowed to be involved once they're (laughs) getting into college or the military. Um, They were only going to be able to advocate and kind of coach their student through um, whatever they're navigating in that next level. So this is a great time now to just kind of oversee what they're working on and help them along the way. Good transition steps as they head to the next phase. 
Um, so last year, as we sort of touched upon, was such a unique year. F- and so these juniors didn't get quite the same depth that we may have been able to do in person in some of the previous years. So did either of you see any patterns of questions or concerns across the board that that may be worth touching upon and making sure everyone has the answer to? Yeah, I think one thing that I kind of saw the most was, I mean, students will get Naviance every year, some s- different aspect of it, but obviously given the nature of last year, they didn't really cover Naviance a lot. Um, so just questions pertaining to how the whole process goes, what those different steps are, everything that they need to do for applying to college is in Naviance. And for those that kind of haven't seen it before or clicked around in there doing different things in ninth, 10th and 11th grade. Um, they're just a little lost on where to go. And like Dr. Bird said, there is a lot in there. So it's easy to just kind of get lost and go down a rabbit hole. Um, so just kind of going over with the students again, what the steps are, where to find everything um, has kind of been what I've needed to do with almost every student. Along those lines, I think a lot of students are just unsure of where they should be right now. So they're saying, am I behind? Or a lot of students will say, I am behind. I said, no, no, you're not. You're actually (laughs) great. You're right on time. But just letting them know where they should be right now. And that's why we kind of give them this big overview of what this year should look like for them to kind of help them, you know, calm their fears a little bit. Um, I have seen a lot of students feel like they're they're still going off of the requirements that their older sibling or their parents had as far as, you know, SAT testing or college recommendations or things like that. So just um, helping them understand the new normal and what college is or recruiters or other people are looking at for their class, um, just making sure that they're comfortable with, you know, understanding that it is different. Things are a little bit different and it's okay. Um, I think those are the major things that we're looking at. Just, you know, they're, they're, they're usually right on track, but um, they just need to know that. <laughs> so test optional for schools is a phrase that's been coming up more recently, right? As you re- uh, referenced previous uh, years, if you, they've got older students, it may not have been something that was coming up as much. Um, so how would you describe what test optional is? So test optional is when a college says that it is optional if you send us your SAT or ACT test. They are typically saying that it is if your scores are strong and you want to send them, send them, and they will look at that and it'll be a small factor in what they decide to do or how they're assessing the student. But if you did not take your SAT or ACT or did not like their, your scores, it is completely optional and will not count against you if you do not submit those scores. And I hear colleges stress over and over again, it is truly optional. But what I tell students is to always ask the colleges um, what their, you know, their opinion as each individual college or look on their website because some colleges may have a caveat or some special instructions on when it may not be optional, for example, for if they're applying for certain scholarships. Okay, and so then moving forward, um, we've got some college visits and we've got some other things in the works. So what should parents and students expect over the next few months as they continue this planning journey that they're on? So a couple of things that are coming up. We are still doing a lot of different college visits where colleges are coming here either virtually or they're coming in person to talk to our students. We have the Western Prince William County College Fair actually being hosted by us next Tuesday, October 19th. And that's an opportunity for students to go see uh, 
I think 94 colleges are planning to attend. We also have an ASVAB for students that are considering the military. That's in November. And then it's just important to keep touch with us, be looking at Canvas, our Canvas page, looking at the emails, because we have a lot of other opportunities coming up. For example, we have Micron is doing a shadowing experience with our students who signed up, and that's coming up in a couple of weeks. We have Paul Mitchell um, is coming, and they're just going to be out in front in during our lunch shifts. Um, they're a cosmetology organization, so they're going to be coming to talk about what they do. So there's lots of things like that that are just, um, as they come up, we're going to advertise them through Canvas and emails. But there's just different opportunities for students to learn and grow and see um, what pathway might be right for them. And we focus a lot on four-year schools right now because those are the deadlines and things that are coming up. But all of that information for whatever pathway they want would really be in the same place. They would keep looking in that same place on Canvas, right? Yes, absolutely. All right. So if a student um, or a parent right now is feeling anxious because they don't know what they want to do, they don't want to have a plan, and that student comes to come talk to you, what advice or what would you say to somebody in that situation? I think the good thing for students to remember is there is still time. Um, So we are getting to some of those deadlines, but they are the earlier ones, the early action, early decision deadlines that are coming up. Um, Students that are wanting regular decision or really just don't know, there is still time to figure it out. I always tell students, just do something. So if you're applying or researching, just do it because then it's done and then you can decide later if that's actually where you want to go. But if you kind of hesitate and wait, you do maybe miss that deadline and then (laughs) you just don't know what you're going to do. So I say just do something, research it, just start it um, so that it's there. But just ask questions. Just, again, just do something. (laughs) And then somebody who came in because they were stressed or overwhelmed, really Mm -hmm. the opposite thing, right? Like there's so many things that they think that they want to do. Do either of you have any tips for how they would organize that or how you would start to go through and really narrow that down? Well, what I tell the students when I meet with them, because like I said, I tell them this is overwhelming (laughs) if if you don't break it down in chunks. And then I always explain to them, if you're looking at like, for example, to go to a four year college, create your own spreadsheet. Get your deadlines on there. That's first things first. You know, what college, what is your deadline, and then go with the other categories of when things are due, what is due, and then check it off. I mean, I am a huge proponent personally, um, but also professionally, that deadline checklists are great. To-do lists are great because you can see some progress, and also it just helps you keep track of what really needs to be done. And if you've done one thing, then you can do the next thing. And then you can do the next thing. And it gives you a little bit of confidence in that, too. Yeah, feelings of accomplishment a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, So right now, um, if they needed to go to someone for help, obviously they can see their counselor. They can see you, Dr. Bird. Um, And your role a little bit, we touched upon how you work with every senior. But sometimes you collaborate with the counselors. How, How does that work for senior families? So students, I always want them to have a relationship with their counselor. The counselor is the one who knows their entire academic record and has been working with them um, with their transcript, with their graduation requirements. But I also will just talk to any student. So if a student comes to my door, whether or not they just talk to their counselor, they can just ask me anything. 
And then if it's something that I feel is relevant to go back and share with the counselor or bring the counselor in, I will. But not always do we need to both be on the same page of every single thing that's going on with the student. It is perfectly fine to just come to me for a lot of things and then go to your counselor for a lot of other things. Um, I think we all work well in that way. It will collaborate as needed, but a parent or a student could always just reach out to me. And if I can't help or if it's not my area that I should be helping in, I'll make sure that the counselor who is you know, more qualified in that area reaches that, that section. And I'm sure that works the other way too, right? It's something that, that Dr. Bird has a level of experience with, right? I mean, NCAA yes. as a counselor was always something I was asking for extra help with. Um, and so there's lots of other things that Dr. Bird can help with as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so as we finish up talking about um, seniors today, is there anything else that you want to share with families um, specifically about this topic? I mean, I would just say come see us. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Um, we are a wealth of information. And if we're not, we are a wealth of Googling for you. <laughs> we know how to find the answer for you if we don't know it. Um, but any question that's not asked, you know, we can't help you. Um, so don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask for help. That is what we are here for. That is what we love to do. That's why we do this job. Um, so I would just encourage students, just when in doubt, just come see us and we'll kind of navigate you from there. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'll second that with um, any little thing that someone has to ask. If you're not sure, just come see us. And I absolutely love seeing students. And I hope that they, they get that when they talk to me. Um, but I absolutely love, even if it's just something you're like, I just want to double check something, just come by. But I do want to leave with this great um, nugget that I just heard today when I was talking to a, a college admissions counselor from a very prestigious school. And I was asking her, how are our students doing? How is this their freshman class? Because they just had this whole time of COVID. And she said that they are extremely um, resilient and they are doing remarkably well. And so that gave me great encouragement that this next class, who has also faced a lot of difficulty, you all class of 2022 will will do well. You're going to do great things. And you are probably much more prepared than you even realize you are. Yes. Yeah, it's easy to look back and say there's a lot of things that, that were missed and, right, it's not quite what you expected it to be when we, when we started that year and then went into the next year. But there's a whole different set of skills that these students are going to enter um, after enter life after high school with um, that you can't always see but, but are there as they go through it. Um, so I think I speak for everyone in uh, the counseling department when I say we're excited about hearing what these students end up doing, right? Like it's it, yes. sometimes we follow this year as they're they're planning things and we're seeing different goals and things they have. And then really as they make those decisions um, and really decide where they're going to go. And we get to do lots of celebrations at the end of the school year um, to help as they, as they leave here and, and go wherever they're going next, whatever that is. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks.